My name is Jeff Chang. We're here at the very oriental Hilton it's Anatole. Very, very orientalist. <laughs> <laughs> very orientalist hotel in Dallas. Uh, and I'm here with my homie and my personal hip-hop hero, Jason Moon. <laughs> so did, did you grow up in uh, Hawaii? Yeah, I was born and raised in Honolulu. Um, so how did you get uh, tapped into awareness of socio-political racial issues in that environment? Well, I probably didn't come upon my identity till much later, but music was a, a total key. Like reggae music, late 70s. They had these freeform radio stations and they play like Peter Tosh or that kind of thing. And this came after this whole period where a lot of the local rock music was really about land struggles. And it was sort of the beginning of the Hawaiian Renaissance. You know, kids now, like my nieces and nephews and the kids who grew up now, they have access to Hawaiian language studies. During my generation, it was all suppressed. And so those are kind of the first inklings I think I had of what was out there politically. The local music of the, of the 70s shading into reggae and then shading into hip hop was like, oh, there's something bigger here. There's something that I don't get or understand. So when I moved to Cal, I got involved with the radio station and that's where everything started coming together after I got almost beaten over the head by a cop. <laughs> can, can, can you tell us that story? Well, my mom worked in the police department in the criminal intelligence unit. And so I, I, I came to Cal and there was the anti-apartheid movement happening at the time. And I ended up wandering over there because I was like curious about it, but it was also too hippie, uh, too white. And then I started hearing about this group called United People of Color, which was led by um, Pedro Noguera who's now, of course, really, really famous and important activist and organizer around education issues, right? Particularly the state of uh, black students in public education. He was leading the party up and he was galvanizing. He was just amazing. And so started wandering into this. And one night in the middle of the shantytown protest, the cops decided to come in and break up the party. <laughs> and I found myself like sitting in several times to block the police buses and luckily was there with an older Filipino American guy who was a veteran of the Marcos protests in the Philippines and he literally saved my ass like three times from getting clobbered over the head. That was like the beginning of political consciousness and I think also too the fact that as soon as I moved to Cal from Hawaii within like two or three weeks there had been all of these incidents that I was involved in, what people would call now microaggressions, you know, frat boys on the street calling you chink or picking you up and throwing you around or hippies like go back to where it's like hippies in People's Park, right? Like go back to where you came from and all that kind of stuff was happening within the first couple of weeks. Like they were letting me know I was a chink. Wow. So that, and that was a culture shock coming from Hawaii. Oh, it was a super culture shock. So I became a student activist. And one day after I graduated, um, the chancellor, who we had tortured all year with all kinds of stuff, was like, hey, man, let's, you know, let's go and have a drink at the faculty club. And he's all like, you know, what does your dad do? And I told him, well, he's, he actually, he's a banker. And the guy like started falling out of his chair. He was laughing so hard. He said, what is your mom doing? I, she works for the police department. And then he literally fell out of his chair. He was like, you mean you are the son of a banker and a police, you know, a person who works in the police department? Wow. So how did your parents feel about you suddenly being out there getting arrested? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was like, that was the joke. Like every time I'd come home, like 
my parents, all the aunts and uncles, because my dad comes from a huge family. Like, oh, there's the Berkeley Radical, <laughs> you know. But it was, you know, in a big family, I guess. And maybe the family is like the model for my model, I guess, for how we can all get along, right? In the family, there's just a wide range of different types of personalities from folks who are very evangelical, whose you know views that maybe I don't really necessarily get with, but we still are blood and get along really, really well. And uh, I love them and they love me. And I'm sure if they read my books, they would be very embarrassed about like some of the things I believe, probably. I'm sure they're praying for me, actually, right now. But that's, that's I guess, my like idealistic utopian model of democracy in action, I guess. It's a weird thing. 